Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. You are now listening to The Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. Boy, feels good to be back. Otherwise, well, I mean, we would like it to be under better circumstances. We would like the Eagles to be doing a little better, but feels good to be back on the show, back talking about this team, although over the last six six weeks or so, it has not been a uh, has not been a fun ride, but plenty plenty of things to talk about from coaching changes to speculation surrounding the Eagles coach himself to the Eagles potentially trying to find a way back to themselves in the wild card round. We are back and the Philly pod is here and better than ever. What is going on, y'all? Welcome to a brand new, I guess we'll call it a new season since we're in the new year. Uh, no better time to uh, kick it back off uh, than the playoffs. We got new, well, one of us has new uh, studio <laughs> appearances, Stephen, I guess, has a different camera angle different glasses so we'll take we'll take that into account as long as that works welcome to the philly pod y'all if you enjoy the show be sure to subscribe on apple itunes uh spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows be sure to leave those reviews rate five stars all of them help with the exposure of the show steven it's been i don't even know thanksgiving i know we didn't do doing christmas i don't even remember when the last show was but we're back we're doing it again and uh feels good to be here how's it hanging man other than the Eagles, you know, obviously we know we'll, we'll talk about the shit show that they have been. But how do you feel uh, personally on a, on a health level, I guess? You've done you did a tremendous job uh, ignoring the temperature of the fan base as mm. that's something. Well, we I mean, tend that's a given. To... That's a given. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I'm a little bit more optimistic. Um, obviously, I'm going to leave out any cringe New Year statements, New Year, new whatever quotes. Uh, but at least for me, it's definitely refreshing for a brand new year, a new calendar year. Um, Mm -hmm. somehow we're about to be two weeks into it already. Yep. Wrapping up this Eagle season, which I hope doesn't end Monday night. Uh, and honestly, (laughs) some people want it to end. Some fans would like it to end on Monday night. Well, so so that's, so that's the thing we can, we can go all over the place with this. Obviously this is primarily i'd assume a preview pod for the playoff game monday night but if you tune into twitter if you tune into any philly sports media outlets uh it seems to be there's something that's being talked about more so than the playoff game and that's the future of the franchise from the head coach well really the head coach i would say and obviously the coordinator's second uh mainly because of the, I guess we'll just call it the downfall of the team. The last six weeks of the season, they go one and five, really depressing, losing, not just losing, but embarrassing fashion. They didn't uh, just lose games. They they collapsed. To they, far is- inferior <laughs> opponents, several <laughs> inferior opponents, yep. Uh, and then, you know, we're, we're in this situation where we've never seen, well, I don't know about never, but when the arguable best coach in football history, or maybe just NFL history, is on the market, uh, that certainly mm. brings a lot of talking points. It makes our jobs easier. So here we are. 
Yeah, so much, so much to go on. Obviously, the Eagles limping their way into the postseason. I don't even think it's limping at this point. I think it's being dragged into the playoffs, like in a coffin against their will at this point. Like, mm. they're just here. They did everything they could to undo the clinching the postseason. They clinched, and they didn't even do it themselves. They clinched because other other teams helped them. Obviously, you start, this, start the year 10-1, and one, and you're, you're essentially in the postseason. What do you mean other point. teams helped them? Um, well, the the week that they clinched, they, it wasn't because of a win themselves. Ah. It's because like the 49ers beat somebody, and then the Eagles got in yeah. that way. Uh, the Eagles certainly didn't win <laughs> win games themselves to get into the playoffs. They did everything possible to try and undo getting into the. Well, playoffs, eleven and they, six is eleven and six at the end it, of the day. It is. It is. They, there are two different paths to get there. There's the Eagles way to get to eleven and six. There's the Buffalo Bills way to get to eleven yeah. and six. If you would have saw the literally end of that complete Bills game, opposite of a season, the end of that Bills game. And you saw their records, and you you would never believe how the, the way both of those seasons ended. So you you would have told me that oh, both of these teams are going to end eleven and six. I wouldn't have uh, I wouldn't have believed you. And now the Eagles are the first team since nineteen eighty six to start a season ten and one or better and finish with less than twelve wins. Hasn't been done in forty plus years. So uh, that is that is not a stat that you want to be a part of. Over that span, the Eagles have allowed thirty point three points per game and have a league worst negative. Or a minus fifty nine point differential, so they are they are switching allowing, coordinators. Uh, uh, hey, well, over the last six weeks, it's been more prominent than ever. Yes, and the switch of the panic move to make Matt Patricia the defensive coordinator, or or whatever the Eagles tried to say it was, Sean Desai is still the coordinator, but Matt Patricia like runs the defense. Whatever it was, they tried to do. I felt bad. I think it was the Seahawks game, the first game they made those adjustments, and the camera kept like panning to Sean Desai in the press box, and I was like, don't humiliate the man. Like, mm. we get it. Every time they talked about him, they would just pan the camera. Well, he's still employed. And show him. Well, for another week, at least, but I don't mm. think he's going to be here next season. There's reports surfacing that uh, Sean Desai will not be a part of the organization uh, moving forward. And I wouldn't want to be here either if I was Sean Desai and the way everything went down and you're going to demote me and do all this. And now the defense is arguably doing worse than it was when Sean Desai was running the defense. Like, they were getting cooked with Desai. They're getting, like, pan-seared now with Matt Patricia over there. Like, they don't stand a chance. And I know Darius Slay hasn't been here. They've been battling injuries in the uh, in the secondary. Reed has been banged up. Sidney Brown is now lost for the year. MetLife claims another soul in Sydney Brown, somebody has to talk about why the hell MetLife turf is still what it is. That's now 18 season-ending injuries since 2020 that players have suffered at MetLife Stadium. But that is another uh, you know what, man? conversation. But uh, I'm yeah, glad you brought this up. I wasn't even sure if we were going to get to that. Uh, I may be in the minority or maybe not. I am in some portion of the fan base. I can't be alone. I know that for sure because I had people on Twitter agreeing with me. I... In my opinion, that game obviously pretty much had no meaning to it. The only reason you're going to play your starters was to like build some momentum, some the Giants confidence. Game? Yeah, just something, right? I mean, well, they, they were played, they were hoping that the that they the were Commanders hoping Dallas game was going to be somewhat competitive, and it was for about a quarter, and then it, it all went to hell. <laughs> and my point is, they didn't earn the right to rest. I know what happened. I know Jalen Hurts got hurt. Very weird, fluky injury. Go figure. You mentioned the turf monster uh, taking out Sidney Brown. Uh, potentially, I mean, we don't know. We're still waiting to hear A.J. Brown's status for the game. I'd imagine he's going to tough it out and play. Uh, several other players got banged up in that game, too. But they didn't earn the right. I'm sorry, man. They didn't earn the right to to rest guys in that game. Obviously, Smitty missed it. Uh, Darius Slay missed it. I mean, he had surgery done just a few weeks ago, so that makes sense to me. It's not like he rested in that game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they just didn't earn the right. It is what it is. They made their bed. 
So they had to sleep in it, you know, and, and that's, well, they slept that's what in happened. It. For, for the first half, they slept in it and gave up. <laughs> and so. We're down 24 nothing. So if that's what she wanted to see, I was better off not seeing not, not seeing the starters. I, w- I was in the camp of don't risk injury and, and do what you can. And now we have Hertz with a, with, a, with a dislocated middle finger who just came off a press conference earlier saying he hasn't thrown since the game. He has yet to throw a football since the, since the season finale. And today, we don't, I don't know yet uh, as of, what is it, 3.25 I saw a video somebody on took on Twitter of them stretching, and he had gloves on both of his hands for what it's worth. Well, I'm sure that's going to have to be the case to, to protect that finger. But if this is your first time throwing the ball, it is now Thursday. The game is, is Monday, and you haven't thrown the ball in well, four wait, days. Well, wait, wait, wait. What's the what's the what's the is what's today the, the first time they practiced since that game? It was going to be a walkthrough today, but they're but they're practicing. But Hurt still throws so, on his own, like he does his own individual stuff. Like they still. Well, you think you I think mean, every single week of the season, Hurts goes from Sunday to Thursday not throwing a football. They're in the middle of a season. Yes, but they yes. What is that, that's even more reason to throw a football? You're telling me you think yeah, they that ha- there's three days? Hurts throws these a football are professional every day. regimented every athletes, man. NFL quarterbacks throw a football every day of their lives during the season. There's not one day they sit there and don't at least throw a football once. I I get the concern, but I don't know. I also think too. I don't know. Maybe the fact that that finger is hurt, he's like, I I don't want to, you know. Let it rest. You want to wait. You want to wait until Sunday or Monday night and be like, "Well, I guess I'm going to throw and hope it doesn't hurt." I didn't hurt. say like, that. I said today, to the Thursday, their first practice since the game. Their first used practice. You got to get used to the grip. If you're sitting here not he throwing the ball for three days, he's filming everything all week. Of course, he's doing that, but he's he, there's definitely they do individual. I mean, I'm workouts concerned. Don't get me wrong, but I think I'm people concerned. are overreacting. I'm super concerned. People are like turning this into something that it shouldn't be. Like almost almost questioning his work ethic or something like that. No, no, it's not that. It's just that it's concerning that the injuries caused him not to throw a football for four days i'm i am mm. concerned about that that is what i'm uh uh concerned about uh Devontae smith said he is going to play on monday night he said that he's dealing with that ankle sprain that uh <laughs> that got hurt on that what was it third and 20 screen pass to kenneth gainwell a couple weeks ago oh that that yeah. play that had no bearing on the outcome of that drive whatsoever so that was this team misses zach pascal uh, oh oh yeah you want to you want the floor which is zach pascal <laughs> I mean, OZ OZ does a good job. OZ blocks people out of the out of the field. Yeah, I I, I don't understand. It's funny you bring his name up. You bring up uh, a lot. He's OZ is short for Alamede Zacchaeus. Uh, When you look at this team, obviously Julio had that game where he had two touchdowns. Uh, He's a veteran guy and everything like that. But if you assess the season as a whole, and I went back and watched the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tape, if you want to call it that, highlights, whatever. uh, I don't know, man. He's easily been the third taker for what it's worth not a lot of talent outside of aj brown and Devonte smith oz's been the best the third best wide receiver on this team like without a doubt this whole season so it'll be interesting to see obviously this could be their only postseason game i like little things like that i mean i'm interested to see who do they elect to go to you know in this do or die situation and you know if you remember correctly i know it was aj Devontae, and goddard as sirianni has said multiple times our offense runs through i mean the third wide well they've been they've been running a lot of 12-man personnel so that's an entirely entire other thing but uh he had that big touchdown against the bucks back in week three i know it feels like forever ago um he's had good moments he seems like a good worker uh i guess he contributed towards that fluky special teams fumble what whatever not i don't even know if that's his quest quest caught a touchdown pass uh last week so there's quest which looked like the best catch of his career uh really odd and really frustrating and really annoying He's increasing his uh, free agency stock, you know, because he'll be uh, free yeah. this offseason. So he he'll go to Kansas City and be a stud there. Watch. And look good for, for other teams. A.J. Brown hasn't practiced today. Uh, Darius Slay has returned. He he went through that uh, procedural knee surgery a couple of weeks ago. 
he said on his podcast this week that he should be back in the lineup. So two key guys the Eagles would be getting back, and at least Devontae Smith and uh, Darius Slay for that playoff game. The Bucks coming into this wild card game pretty hot. The Bucks are five and one over the last six weeks. They have allowed just sixteen point three points per game, second in the NFL. And the big headline for this game, the big matchup, the big uh, the big talking point is the blitz against Jalen Hurts because, as as we know, Stephen, we've talked about it numerous times. Man, off, he got asked a lot of questions about that in his press conference. So many that's, different that's ways, the man. That's, that's, the, that's the thing with him. He's he's the most blitz quarterback in the NFL. And yep. it's not the, the second most isn't even close. There's no hot reads. There's no whatever. Hurts just doesn't do well against the blitz. And uh, the Bucks blitz third most in the NFL. Third most, the Giants. Blitzed the hell out of Jalen Hurts in the first half in that season finale. They blitzed him on 15 out of 19 dropbacks. Hurts was 7 for 16, wow. 55 yards, and an interception. He scrambled on those other three times. In week three against Tampa Bay, Stephen Hurts, when blitzed, 13 for 23, 152 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, mm-hmm. a 40.5 rating. That is the lowest rating of the season against the blitz up until the season finale. So... The, the Bucks have the recipe to get on Hurts' nerves to make him uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure every team has the recipe at this point. Just blitz him <laughs> because the offensive scheme doesn't do anything to help him. And Hurts certainly uh, is, is confused back there when he gets blitzed. I expect Todd Bowles and, and that defense to do the same thing uh, as, yep. as they did in week three. The only distinction is that and the honestly, Eagles as the they ball. did, I know it doesn't necessarily apply too much, but they did in Hurts' first playoff game, uh, his first mm-hmm. year as a starter. They Good blitzed point. the hell out of him. Sure, different team, point. different time. Good point, but they play but, in the same way every single time. The only distinction is that the Eagles were a better running team in week three. DeAndre Swift ran for 130 yards on 16 carries, over eight yards a carry. That running game hasn't been here for the last two months. Are they going to try and lean on that? In this game, there's going to be rain and whatever else going on in Tampa on Monday night. Are we going to try and have Hurts throw on a fractured finger 40 times? You got you to hope that the Eagles have some semblance of how to win this game. Are they going to lean into the running game to try and win games and try and get to San Francisco or, or potentially Dallas, whatever the situation is going to be? I would like to believe, people ask me, are the Eagles going to win this game straight up? And I say, I like to believe the Eagles have enough dignity. They have to dig deep and find it, <laughs> and they have to scrape it up off the, off the sidewalk. But I like to believe they have enough dignity to get their shit together to beat a poor bucks team that just barely won the end the worst division of football the nfc south if you cannot but this is also a team that lost to the drew lock led seahawks a team that had that was scrambling to beat to to, to uh what was what was what was the other uh, one win the giants scrambling to beat tommy devito and the giants and they lost to the freaking Kyler murray and jonathan gannon cardinals that lay, lay let james Conner run all over them I, I said all those games i like to believe the eagles can do enough to beat them I, I, I hope that the playoffs are, are going to light a fire underneath them. We can go by what Chad Ochocinco said this week. They're playing possum, whatever the case is. If they're just hustling teams and saying, all right, we're going I don't, to. I don't believe that you can just flip a switch like that when you've been playing poorly for so long. But I'm going to hold how to hope that they can at least do enough. Because on paper, they have plenty. They're way better than the Buccaneers. And, and and Baker Mayfield has hurt himself. He is wobbling, hobbling, limping. He's doing all this himself. He was he Yeah, was he's hurt, hurt after, too. He was hurt after every play last week. So I like to believe the Eagles can figure it out enough to beat a very, very poor Bucks team, unless Baker Mayfield gets hot or something, because we know how that defense looks. But I I I, I think the Eagles can pull it off. I'm asking yeah. a lot. I know. It's <laughs> but I think I think they have it in them to pull it out and beat a, a really bad Bucks team. Well, before I add to the point you just made, I want to ask you something. Uh, I'm going to put my personal feelings and opinions aside for this one. So as we know, Brian, uh, offensive coordinator Brian Johnson is now 
been requested to interview. I believe it's what two different spots now, two different uh, yes, positions. Uh, Carolina and Tennessee, who just let go of Mike Vrabel, they also requested to to speak with him. So there's been this ongoing problem, as you highlighted, is this offense and Jalen Hurts and all the people responsible for the offense, players, coaches, not being able to handle the blitz, not having hot routes, whatever, whatever it is that you want to say. All of that. Do you and think, <laughs> like, you'd have to imagine, I, I'd assume it is like these other franchises are like taking note of this when they're going to interview this guy, right? Because I, I, go go ahead go go with your well point. I have I have a counter I guess that's that's all I'm asking that's all I'm asking because like you can't like I don't know I I'm not I'm not pointing this out there to say because like you know what here's the thing nobody wants to hear this I've been one of the hardest very early into this season I was one of the hardest uh, criticizers of Brian Johnson well before all the year. offense all yeah, year all year until maybe like a couple weeks ago when you're like all right it's not all and even before. when the offense was like humming like they were better earlier on in the season I feel like if you just look at their rankings mm-hmm. um I will say though I can see why he would make a good head coach you know what I'm saying like there's a difference between being an offensive coordinator and being a head coach as you can see Nick Sirianni we would both agree you feel much better about him. I know it's it's a tough time right now to ask this question or even make a statement like this, but we would both agree Sirianni makes a better head coach of a football team than he does an offensive coordinator. I mean, he relinquished the play calling duties his first year here. Mm-hmm. Like and some was, guys are just better was, at it was certain that very things. week that the offense turned around and started producing because remember they so, couldn't produce very much until he that's gave, all I'm saying. I'm not he here to knock like Brian Johnson. I've done it all year. I get why teams would want him to be their head coach. I get it. He made a great, he was a great quarterback coach. He's developed a ton of quarterbacks. Like that's huge. That's huge. I'm sure there's a lot of other things he does well. I mean, there's a lot that goes into being a head coach and there's a lot, uh, uh, there's this narrative going around here in Philly that like, why is Sirianni the coach if he can't call plays? Well, let me just say something. I'm not saying he's on these guys level, but like, let's not act like this is like unheard of Bill Belichick you know, just stepped down 24 years with the Patriots, never called plays for that team, never on offense, I don't think. Uh, Mike Tomlin, another example. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, perfect example. Mike Vrabel, who's a hot commodity right now, am I correct? Who else am I missing? There's other guys, you know, you can throw in there. I I think there's too much stock being put into that. Well, defensive oh. coaches, defensive head coaches naturally have an offensive mind. Have a have a off. Is they, Jim Harbaugh they, a defensive coach? Yes, yes, yes. All the Harbaughs, he? all the Harbaughs are kind of okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, they, I, he's, he's, I mean, I just consider him an elite coach, though. Yeah, yeah, you can. But if you can most, coach, most defensive you can people, uh, like you know, like Brandon Staley, like Brandon Staley, defensive coach, right? Chargers struggled on offense for years with Brandon Staley and his analytics and all those other issues that Brandon Staley. But a lot of Eagles fans are calling yeah, for him to yeah. come here and coach this defense. So, so there's instances like that where teams that are very, aren't very good coaches, but they are very good. Well, even like for example, Robert Sala on the Jets, they had the number one defense this year. Obviously, thirty mm-hmm. second ranked offense. I think he gets too much blame for that. By the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Rodgers goes down. You already don't have a good off like your offense. That offensive line sucks. Yeah, it was already so, bad when Rodgers was there. So <laughs> yes, well, yeah, exactly. That's how he got hurt. So, like, I I just think, for example, Robert Sala gets too much of the blame. I'm not saying he's some elite coach, but like, I don't know. I I, I you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think, do you understand think, what I'm saying here? I I understand. I think one case where that has worked out is D'Amico Ryan's, who was obviously elite with there the 49ers and has come here took CJ Stroud and the Texans to the uh, to the postseason and hit first here. So obviously it works out. Oh, great example. Sean McDermott. 
Oh yeah, also people that. have been calling well, for we his ran, head. We ran Sean McDermott listen, out of town. So listen, I'm <laughs> not even talking about here. I'm just, I'm talking about in Buffalo. Um, so division on the line, do or die situation. <laughs> the the most I'm not even going to call him overhyped, but they love him. He is the darling of the NFL, Mike McDaniel's. Oh yeah, darling. I love, I love him young I love young offensive minded guru. Right? Yeah. They Hell go yeah. head to head. Sean McDermott beats him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, like, you know, we can't no just pick no Moster, no Jalen Waddle. Also, no Moster. Oh, blah blah blah, blah man. Yeah. Come on. Tyreek on one leg. That guy's he's lost a lot of big time games. Tyreek on one leg, essentially. It is. What it is. But I think the reason that, somebody... man, he hasn't. Who the, besides the Cowboys? They and the Cowboys are the NFC version of the Dolphins. They haven't beaten. Any of the elite teams in the well, league? Not yet, Mike McDaniel. How long has he been there? He what do you mean not yet? They had so many chances this year. He's this guru. Oh, you're talking about this season? Yeah, I mean, they'll, I'm they'll just saying. Like, I don't buy all the like all of this necessarily. I, 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 just, I think the I reason know. I think the reason Brian Johnson is getting looks because number one, we all know how wide. Well, at least I do. How widely respected he is around the league. He was a very hot candidate last year for multiple offensive coordinator positions before the Eagles promoted him from within to replace Shane Steichen. Number two, you mentioned it already, the collegiate success. A lot, a lot of collegiate success with with Kyle Trask and other quarterbacks, especially when he was in Florida. Did a lot of good things with a lot of quarterbacks that he worked with in college. Number three. Uh, Dak Prescott as well, right? Dak Prescott, yes, good point. Um, And and he coached him when he was uh, – Shoot, he might have a more impressive coaching resume than Sirianni heading into Sirianni's job interview with the Eagles. Number three. There is you know? a very there is a very true belief within NFL circles that I'm aware of that there's that that Brian Johnson is essentially the middleman in Nick Sirianni's offense between Sirianni, mm. Brian Johnson, and Jalen Hurts. It's Nick Sirianni's offense. He's even come out and said it on multiple press conferences. Yeah, what if Brian Johnson my is offense. this like uh efficient, like if it was completely his offense, what I if have, it, like I don't know, man. I Go have ahead, this I running I have this running theory. That Brian Johnson has the most innovative offense ever, and we'll just Whoa. never see it. And we'll just no, never no, see it. No, because Nick Sirianni's offense is his offense. I feel like Brian Johnson has all these ideas that we could use, and Nick Sirianni just is just too stuck within himself to 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 like veer off course. He just wants to kind of let's just throw it to AJ in these cases more often than not. Talent, talent beats out play calling. Whatever the situation is, I feel like Brian Johnson. I'm I'm not saying he's some offensive mastermind by, by any means, but I feel like he definitely has some innovative ideas that we just haven't seen because he only calls. And the we plays. are going to see them on Monday night. Maybe we'll see them on Monday night. Maybe <laughs> they're saving a lot of stuff. Like let's just let's just let's just hobble into the playoffs. Let's just do what we can to get into the yeah, playoffs. Forget this nitpicking and, thing and really quickly. Or, or, you got more to your point. Uh, no, nah, go ahead. My my point is that Brian Johnson probably has a really good offense under wraps. So I don't know. The innovative and is then a we're going to see it when he goes might, to the Chargers I... or the Titans or the Panthers. And he's, if Brian Johnson goes to Carolina and turns Bryce Young into a top five quarterback, we'll all we'll all be sitting here like, well, Nick Sirianni. So. I mean, we'll see. You know, we we, we will see. Um, but forget the we, we we're doing a lot of nitpicking here. Like, is it Sirianni? Is it Brian Johnson? I mean, heck, Jalen Hurts and the players seem to have a say in what gets audible and called. As we've found out recently, that final play in Seattle, which is an entire entirely other thing. I'm tired of talking about it. I was shocked in a that AJ said that. Well, we understood. Well, we we weren't doing the pod during that whole AJ, you know, uh, the whole AJ theatric show whatever you want to call it during the whole saga with aj going on is not talking to the media then coming out 
and and we were confident that he's lit a fire on everybody. He came out. This is the speech we needed to turn the season around. And then he damn near gets lost for the year. When he was on the ground holding his knee, I was like, yeah. just end the season. Just end it. I'm done with the year. I can't. We lose him. It's done. Just, just, mm. just, can we just end the season, please? Just get it over with. And like I said in the beginning, there's a lot of people that are just saying, let's just lose in the wild card. We don't want to take the chance of losing to Dallas and being the team that ends Dallas's divisional game streak. Yeah. They finally get to a conference championship because they beat the Eagles. We will definitely. That's the worst case scenario. Worst I would rather just lose in the first round. If we, if our season ends in Jerry World and they go to the NFC title game on our account, I will, I will Ooh. not, I will not survive that. I, I can't, I can't have that happen. I just can't. At the, at, at the hands of us, could you imagine? Yes, I cannot, I can, I cannot have that happen. So that is why some people are saying, let's just lose the wild card game. Let's just chalk the season. Sometimes this is not your ear. Move on. We These are the fans year. talking though. Fans talking. Yes, me. I mean, I say you go and try. I think you beat the Bucks and then go oh to San Fran. Oh my God! What? And go and go to San Fran and and whatever happens happens and you feel good about yourself. Which and, would probably be the most likely team we would face in the second round but you know we've seen yeah things, yeah yeah know, we'll, i'll pull up the scenarios in in, in in just a second no guarantee so, dallas wins i mean you just never know you never know jordan left away jordan love throwing that pill i think jordan love i got something to say about that so i do so we do have a question we talked briefly about the matchups and brian johnson and while we're on the topics of coaches um as we know eight teams have uh like really quickly can i ask you something yeah go ahead one more thing on this game coming up We'll I just find it really, really okay. I just personally find it really, really hard to believe we sit here and question Sirianni and all these guys. I just find it so hard to believe that the Philadelphia Eagles are an NFL organization for this matter that was literally just in the Super Bowl last year, has a quarterback they paid all that money. Who does deserve it? He does deserve it. He's a top 10 quarterback, even at even after this season. I don't think anybody is, you know, questioning that. I just find it so hard to believe that they don't have answers to these problems. And when I say answers, I don't mean getting up to the podium and saying you do. I mean on on game film, you know? So I guess what I'm saying is, like, (laughs) I mean, I literally wrote it for the Liberty Line, our website, the Ocho Cinco playing possum thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I'm not saying they were throwing games. I am not saying that because you always want to try and win every game. But, you know, anytime the year after the Super Bowl, a big reason why there's this thing called the Super Bowl hangover is because teams have more tape on you. They have all offseason to watch while you're playing games. You're the successful team, so all these teams are studying you. They're like, what did they do? Can we replicate that? Not just that. Can we replicate that? Can we, can we stop it? Like, when we face them, like, can we watch it? You know, other teams are going to implement it, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. <sighs> I guess I'm asking... Like, is there a chance all of a sudden come Monday night, Todd Bowles, that defense, they send the blitz, and the Eagles all of a sudden have all the answers. They just execute at will. And when I say answers, I don't mean the deep ball. I don't mean the deep ball. I don't mean Jalen Hurts, you know, fleeing out of the pocket, sending four guys vertical so he has space to run. I'm not saying that. I'm saying answers. I'm saying hot routes, whatever the case may be. I'm not an think, offensive coordinator. I think there's a very slim chance we see that. Very slim. Very if you, slim if you, if chance. If you didn't That's fix insane. It in, if you didn't fix it in the last six weeks, what makes you think they're going to fix it now? You had six I, weeks. I, I agree like with you. It's not like they weren't aware of it. A month ago, they were like, we, no, no, we, I know this agree we need with to do you. this. We need to fix these things. They were aware of all the things they had to fix, and they didn't do it over the last month. And you had the schedule in front of you to do it. The Giants, the Cardinals, the Giants again, the Drew Lock-led Seahawks. You had time to figure these things out against ideal opponents. 
they weren't. It's not like it was. It was. It was the path of. And I'm not buying this bullshit that Jalen Hurts can't throw a hot route. Are you kidding? That's all he did last. Nobody's year. Claim, nobody's claiming that. They're claiming that the offense just doesn't some... consist of them in general. That's what the problem is. Jalen Hurts well, could do it if Sirianni told him to. Sirianni. I agree tell him with everything. Which is you're why Hurts is the... checking plays at the line of scrimmage to begin with. <laughs> and yeah, and fans have every reason not to believe that they're going to all of a sudden fix anything for that matter come Monday night. But and you touched on this a little bit. There's this is do or die. Like like this team all let's take a step back and fans will agree. Do not want to hear it. <laughs> but this whole season was about getting back to the playoffs and getting back to the Super Bowl. It was getting I would, to the we would all would have preferred getting back to home the Super field Bowl. advantage, all of this was, stuff. We would have all preferred it. But you know what? It didn't pan out that way. It didn't. And here we are. We got guys on the roster like Jason Kelsey could be his last game. Fletcher mm-hmm. Cox, Brandon Graham. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I'm not saying he's going to retire, but Lane Johnson, you just don't know. He's up there in age. And there's he's other guys on this team, by the way, if they have any ounce of pride or anything. there's there. Hey, we don't know. Howie is Howie. He makes a lot of transactions. You don't know who's going to get cut. You don't know who's going to get traded. You don't know who they may not resign. I mean, James Bradbury may not be here. Darius Slay may be not be here. Like, you don't know. Slay you will be know. here. Bradbury, 90%. You don't know. I'm don't certain. Know. I'm certain. We'll come back to this in June when he's a post-June first cut. We'll, we'll come back. And to then, <laughs> and then you get to the quarterback. Who I'm not saying people are questioning him. I don't like that. But you know, he's had a. I don't even want to use the word down year, but people are looking at him like, hey, maybe he's not as good as what we thought. Nick Sirianni. I don't think the hot seat thing is as legit as people are making it, but it certainly exists. So if any of these guys have any ounce of pride or anything, like this is it. This isn't the the Cardinals regular season game. This isn't the Giants game that we just saw. It's just different. I'm sorry. It's different. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So here's the question. So here's the question. We go into Tampa Monday night, right? Go into Tampa 
put up another poor performance, you lose by two touchdowns. Is Sirianni the head coach of the Eagles in 2024? Ooh. Well, yeah, oh, you transitioned so well. I've been telling myself all week. Was that sarcasm? Or was that was that legit? No, that was fantastic. Okay, all right. <laughs> that actually worked great because I literally cut off this segment. You transitioned to this new graphic. By the way, guys, great video content. Come to the Liberty oh, fantastic. Line channel. We put a lot that's of work. That's where we've been, we been gone, months. by the way. You wonder where we were for two months. It's this presentation right here. The studio, yeah. you can see in my background. Look at the signs. Let me move. Vic transitioned move. to the new oh. graphic overlay for this specific segment, and then I oh. cut him off and made this whole, uh, what's up? Oh, I was showing them the wall art. So. Oh, right, right, right. Um, yes. Come so anyway, to answer your Very question, uh, yeah, to say the least. Um, <laughs> all week I've been telling myself, regardless of, uh, almost regardless of what happens in this game, I find it hard to believe that L Jeffrey Lurie ownership, whoever, would have an emotional, I guess we would call it, reaction to this being firing Nick Sirianni. But all of a sudden, I find myself almost flipping a little bit. And I don't know if it's because Bill Belichick's available. A part of me does wonder that. We were talking about Bill for a lot today. We talked We talked a lot before before we did the show. And most of the morning, you've been having Bill Belichick on your mind. So yeah, <laughs> obviously, everybody's so talking about him because it just happened. But I, all I'm saying is I wouldn't roll it out. I think it's more likely than not he will be the head coach for the fact that he's gotten the team to the playoffs all three years. He has, I don't know if this is true, but uh, at least in Eagles franchise history in terms of winning percentage, isn't it number one? As of right now, even after that tough skid that they just had, I know it's only been three seasons, but it's the it's the truth. They got to the Super Bowl last year. Um so, you know, you can't deny those things. I know everybody's caught up in this moment right now, and I get it. I'm frustrated too. But I think more likely than not, he will be back. But all of a sudden, I find myself questioning it is all I'm saying. I'm interested I, to see what you're going to say. I, f I felt before the Giants game, I was like, yeah, there's mm. there's like 90% chance they'll, they'll, they'll bring back Sirianni. Because even if you look historically, Jeffrey Lurie, historically, like he has to see – he has to see season-long disasters for them to let go of coaches. Like the final Doug Gear was a disaster with one, and that made sense. And even then, we questioned it, but it made sense. Mm -hmm. You won only four games. Yep, it wasn't chip. the year after the Super Bowl. The year after the Super Bowl, they where'd they go? Nine and seven, I believe, made the playoffs. They made the playoffs. That was the clowny, the clowny hit, and then and then Wentz yeah. was never the same after that. So it was just unfortunate circumstances. Chip final year, everyone knew it was time. Andy Reid's final year, it was just time for both to move on. He, you know, he was here and for that, that was long. A complete tenure. regime change too, by the way, because they moved off the quarterback too. Like it's not like we're gonna mm -hmm. move off a of Jalen Hurts. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. And like you mentioned, Nick Sirianni, we, we've all you've all heard the resume. So my apologies, this is redundant. But three straight playoff appearances. What's his uh what's his um his uh winning percentage? Thirty four and seventeen. That's the highest winning percentage in team history to this point. Yeah. And I so, believe it's also the is it not uh among all coaches, is it either hired or among coaches over the last three years? Oh, coaches in general. Oh, I'm sure it's probably the highest. I'm sure it's I, up I'll there. To it. I know is, team history yeah, is the highest. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. So you look you look and that's and that's counting Andy Reid and, and all those guys. You know, the Chiefs are having a having a down year right now too. Uh, but I, I, before the Giants game, I was like, they won't fire him. You know, it's, you know, it, it hasn't been a, it hasn't been a bad year. It's been a bad two months. You know, yep. you don't fire coaches over a bad couple months. Now this has been a really piss poor two months. Like I don't remember two months of this bad football 
I mean, obviously revisionist history and and, and yeah. all this stuff, and we're prisoners of the moment. Uh, but even thinking back, like I don't remember being this like embarrassed like in a long mm. time. I don't remember this being like disappointed in the team. And then well, the, the last time we like, saw a similar on-field product in terms of just like embarrassment, if I can recall like this consistently i would have to think the end of the chip kelly era correct yeah i mean they were just getting smoked my facebook memories are always reminding me how angry i was at chip kelly so those were definitely trying times like the end of the doug peterson thing was ugly but but that was more so like that wasn't like embarrassing that was just like what happened to wentz like a lot of that was what happened to carson yeah like your quarterback regressed so much and and peterson wasn't wasn't absolved of any blame he wanted to bring back press i mean he's going through right now bring back press taylor and mike grow and all and all and all this stuff that's going on i just don't see the team firing a head coach because of a bad two-month stretch now if he refuses to make changes and this and that i think they'll come to sirianni and they say you've earned the chance you brought us to a super bowl we've we've won we've been to three straight postseason appearances we you have earned the chance to fix this but you need to overhaul your entire coaching staff you need to get everyone out get every, everybody has to go brian johnson likely gets hired somewhere else well for the eagles um, sake we will rehire we will rehire the coaching staff let's just get that mean? corrected what do you mean i don't think sirianni picks the coaches man well, how do you think the process goes? Who picks this coach? Oh, the organization. Howie and Jeffrey Lurie have a oh, say. Oh, well, they have them. a say, of course. Yeah, That's why they hired Sirianni in the first place. He, he was their history. puppet the whole time. Yes, which, which is why Belichick will not be here. So that is that Well, is, that is. I think, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, Howie's not stepping aside from Belichick. I'll tell you that right we now. Gotta but, touch uh, <laughs> we got to touch on that. That's not happening. That is not happening. But I we think they come to him. You have to overhaul your step. Brian Johnson goes to another team. Sean Desai, Matt Patricia, any yep. combination of those guys got to go. They got to go. You had the guy in here that was responsible for your number one ranked secondary in Denard Wilson, who is now leading a very, very good defense, not leading it per se, but he's coaching the DBs in Baltimore, and they're having a great year over there. Kyle Hamilton having a career season. They're looking great in Baltimore. You had guys in-house that were able to do these things, and now you're going to have to clean house and, and overhaul the entire staff. I think Sirianni's earned the benefit of the doubt. You had a bad couple months. You got to look at yourself in the mirror this offseason and come out next year and and be ready to, to to make some changes and be ready to adjust because even if you ask him somebody asked him a couple of days ago like are you going to make like any offensive changes in the in the playoffs and he said no and i'm just like this is not how you retain your job this is not, you can't be this stubborn you got to figure out how you're going to rectify the situation if not for the playoffs then moving forward if you want to remain as a head coach of the of the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't see it happening. I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility because we've certainly seen crazy things in the league especially this year. Um, but man, if they feel like they're not headed in the right direction and, and, and Sirianni's going to be uncomfortable, like, you know, playing on ice in 2024, you might just have to rip off the bandaid now and, and get it over with and get a new start while you, while Hertz is still, you know, young and developing and doing the whole bit because Hertz contract kicks in, I believe next season. So, you know, you're not going to have as much flexibility. They'll have some cap space this off season, but now you're in Hertz paid years and you want to maximize his talents as well. And if you're going to have a coach that refuses to do so, it's going to be time to move on. These are the things they're going to have to weigh in the offseason. But if I was a betting man, which I am, and I had to bet on it, I would say there's a 90. I would, um, Whoa. I say 75% chance Sirianni mm. is here next season. 75, which is which is dropped from the 90 I was at before yeah. the Giants. <laughs> My other point, too, is uh, you don't, the Eagles, Jeffrey Lurie's sake, you don't want to constantly be changing uh, head coaches this frequently because, exactly. you know, you, you see this in the NFL. The the franchises that do that tend not to be successful, and it it leads to a really bad 
like domino effect where they're changing coordinators, coaches, even players, you know, you, you don't want that. Um, I'm going to bring this up. It may be a bad comparison, but I just wanted to highlight it. If you recall, Andy Reid, uh, when he went to the Chiefs, obviously, you know, they were a very, they were a winning team. He improved the situation there. They made it's I'm pretty sure they made the playoffs every single year. If you don't the playoffs with Alex Smith before Mahomes, Alex Smith, but they couldn't get over the hump. They kept losing. Uh, they're not going to Alex lead. (laughs) Uh, Let me continue. I hear you, but you don't think there's a point in time where fans are like, maybe this Andy Reid, because at the time, no Super Bowls on his resume. He'd always get to the big game and lose. And they were like, maybe he's just not the guy. Obviously, they drafted Mahomes, and thing, things turned uh, pretty quickly. But they stuck with them. They stuck with them. Uh, obviously, drafting the GOAT and developing the GOAT helps, if you want to call him that. All-time great Mahomes, best quarterback in the league, face of the league, whatever you want to call him. But, you know, all I'm saying is, like, Sirianni has the resume where it's not a tough sell to the fans or whoever you're trying to sell it to of him coming back. You know, now if it's a disaster next year, then I get it. You can part ways with them, but I, I just don't think there's been enough bad to be like, yeah, it's it's That's time wrong. to go, pal. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's been awful these last two months. But and honestly, look, there hasn't. Yeah, like, but you yeah. look at the three year the three year sample size he's given us to this point. There's been more winning than not. So you 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 historically you believe in you believe in historically that he's going to find a way to come through and they'll and they'll and they'll figure it out so i think that he gets another crack at it next year we'll see how this wild card game turns out if they go in there and get blown out by like 28 then it's going to be a lot of conversations in the in the offseason but i think they have a chance to figure out even offensively you look at it even currently right now with johnson as as a first year play caller the eagles are ranked seventh in scoring 24.2 points per game eighth in total offense over 350 yards per game and ninth in red zone scoring, which is 60%. Mm. So they the offense, hard to believe. you have a lot of talent on offense. So it's hard to not produce on offense. Give, you know, I'll be at these last six weeks defensively, a lot, a lot, a lot of things to figure out defensively. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, to make. I mean, they've I been think, the worst defense in the league. I think what's, I think the issue on defense is that there's a lot of aging, not even aging. I'll say a lot of rapidly declining players combined with talent. That's not ready yet. That's not a good mix. I think you have players that are declining at a faster rate than the team anticipated, a.k.a. James Bradbury, and you have teams that aren't ready to step in, a.k.a. Eli Ricks, Keely Ringo, who the team is forced to play at the end of the season at Ringo Esmond Stellar over the last three, four weeks. I know he came on on the Seattle game and has had a pretty good run since then. Eli Ricks has had flashes, but the Eagles didn't anticipate having to play them this early. You have the slate injuries and all that stuff you're dealing with as well. Maddox didn't see him getting, well, maybe you did because he's always hurt, but didn't see Maddox yeah. getting hurt. You brought in Roby, who's who's been inactive now. There's a lot of aging talent combined with raw talent. That's not a good mix when you need production. You need to adjust the linebacker position at some point. You finally had two good ones last year. I think TJ Edwards was all, always running to Chicago. So that's a yeah, tough it's very much so personal. He signed within the first 10 minutes of free agency. As much as we hate both, good. well, as much as we want to get on both coordinators, they definitely don't have the personnel to be a successful unit. It's it's tough. You need to you need to allocate. Use that Saints pick that you got at, from, from the Saints that second rounder. Go get Jeremiah Trotter Jr., X Man mm. Jr., and, and figure it out. But I think it's getting to the point now that we that you can't go any longer without addressing the linebacker position. I know you want to live and die by the trenches, but when you live and die by the trenches, and you <laughs> you bring in guys like Jalen Carter, who's who will well, likely your trenches be, aren't do, living anywhere near up to the that's what, that's what I'm saying. You can't none of the you can't, guys. You can't you can't. 
can't live and die by the trenches when they don't produce Eagles defense in 2022. I tweeted this this week. So for those of you seeing this again, I apologize, but the Eagles defense in 2022, 70 sacks first in the NFL, the defense in 2023, all the way down to 43 sacks. That mm. is 20th in the league. Yeah, it is. 97 tackles for loss last season that ranked first 73 tackles for loss this season. That was, that is ranked 27th in the NFL, 124 QB hits last year, ranked second, 106 QB hits this year. That is ranked 15th. 17 interceptions last season, ranked third. Only nine interceptions this year, ranked 25th. They are banking on the pass rush to get to the QB to make up for the for the lack of talent, especially in the middle of the field and when they don't have outside cornerbacks. When you're not getting home with the pass rush, no turnovers are being generated. QBs are allowed to dissect your corners, which is what we have seen over the last six to eight weeks. And they need to figure out why they can't get after the passer the way they were able to last year. You can't tell me it's just because Jav- Javon Hargrave left. There's something going on. You can't be dropping Hassan Reddick in coverage. You yeah. got there's, there's there's a lot of a lot of and Hassan Reddick will be first to tell you about his frustration. It is well documented how frustrated he's been over the last month. A lot of things are going to figure out this offseason, and I think it starts with a new coaching staff underneath Nick Sirianni. He, I, I think he gets afforded one more shot. There needs to be an entire new philosophy on that side of the field in general because you, you mentioned not addressing They need, they need to overhaul. They need to overhaul. Uh, 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 I'm saying the entire staff, essentially. They need yeah, to, oh, yeah, I agree. I'm just saying Sirianni defense and Stoutland, as a whole. Sirianni, Stoutland, everybody else got to go. Everybody well, this whole like go. mindset <laughs> that we don't need to invest in certain positions, that needs to go. That, that just needs, needs to go. go. I say, bite the that bullet and draft done. They got away with it. They won a Super Bowl with it. I mean, even then, though, they had a decent, yeah, a very decent offseason signing. Best linebacker that Nigel Bradham. Nigel Bradham, no? Nigel Bradham and, was the You know best what I'm saying? Linebacker. And then last year, like, they somewhat, again, it like somewhat addressed, uh, yeah, addressed linebacker, Kaiser White. Uh, TJ Edwards, I want to say, was that an in house development yeah. there? I yep, say. sure was. So, you, finally, you finally developed one and you let him walk. Well, I'm not so going to say that. let him walk because he was always going to Chicago, but yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like you, you combine that and then like, obviously I, I mentioned earlier teams figuring out the Eagles. I mentioned like your offense being on tape, your defense is on tape and all this season, even when healthy with Zach Cunningham in there, teams are attacking the middle of the field. You has know? surpassed then, expectations by the way, Zach Cunningham. I thought yeah. he's had a good year when he's healthy. He's been, and then he gets hurt and it's just like, well, you didn't address that position anyway. Teams are attacking that part of the field. What do you think they're going to do when Maybe Zach Cunningham Zach goes Leonard, down? You got to play Nicobe Ben, ben Dean down. Like, what do you think they're going to do? You got to play Ben Van Sumeren. It's it's a bad, it's, 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 it's bad when you have, and I would back. argue this too, that theory is dead for this reason too. We, we always, although offense seemed to be down this year, it seemed like offense seemed to be down this year of for course. whatever reason. But because they ran out of ideas. The, the or their, their is, main idea, throw it to AJ, stop working. So <laughs> the, the, the mindset is dead because I would argue now more than ever in today's game, you need to really invest in defense in general because, <laughs> like, even the most mediocre of offenses can move the ball from time to time with the right game plan. You know what I'm saying? Like you need mm-hmm. to really invest in that I side mean, of the watch, field. We watch we watch Arizona move the ball up and down the field on us. That, that and you that. see it. We're it, we're not the only team. Like the Dallas Cowboys, by the way. On paper, you start listing off the names on that defense. You're like, oh shit, they should be like a top. I don't know what they finish. They should be a top five defense. I don't know, man. That I think of a lot of games off the top of my head. Uh, that Thursday night game, I want to say it was against Seattle. Geno Smith looked like Joe Montana in that game. Absolutely yeah. picked that defense apart. On that final so. drive against us, Drew Locke looked like Joe Montana. So, so, it's all the same. Dallas, the, the difference is Dallas can put up points at will, at, seemingly. Right. 
we and that's the that. name. So. That's the that's something Belichick said. Uh, I was watching a clip of his. A uh, big part of football is like, you know, y- you highlight your strengths, you play to your strengths, and then when you face whoever you're facing on that week, you you attack their weaknesses. Like you're gonna have some weaknesses, even. Last year, the Eagles Super Bowl team. I mean, it's it's really hard to nitpick what weaknesses they had. Um, shit, I don't know. I guess uh, what do you want to say was their weakness last Special year? Special teams. I'll tell you that the punter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that couldn't you, return. You Britton Covey's a Pro Bowl punt returner this year. So yeah, that's hey, special teams has not been an issue this year besides one fluky fumble. Braden man, Braden man. Besides the fumble where you're running into your own guy getting laid out, so yeah. you don't want to, you don't, you don't want to see that. So yeah, I mean, in, in in summation, this has been a long-winded thing. I think Sirianni again gets afforded another year. Brian Johnson probably moves on. The teams are starting to line up at the door for his services for reasons we will find out. I think from a vibes perspective, we are going to get some kind of story in the off season. I don't know by who oh, or yeah. from where. It has to. But we are going to get some kind of story in the off season about what really has been going on behind the scenes in the locker rooms behind the team whatever because something is off internally and you can't nobody can put their finger on it because everybody comes out nobody comes just people are visibly upset but they're emotional like aj brown etc nobody comes out verbally saying like they hate such and such teammate there's no reports coming out of like oh this is not getting along with this or there's somebody not like aj's come out and and supported sirianni multiple times yeah, so, I was just gonna say I'm glad you brought that up. Obviously, he had that that the LeBron James esque press conference, but uh, <laughs> the decision there's That's definitely something like. right. <laughs> uh, 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 the biggest reason, obviously, it's ownership's decision at the end of the day. But the biggest, biggest, one of the biggest reasons why they would decide to move on from Sirianni is if the players are okay with it. That's, that's the big. That's the big. That's a good point. I think the the big and if they're backing him. After the, the season, season, then it's hard. It's a hard sell. Year. Forget exactly. the fans. Forget the fans. It's a hard sell to your team then, because it's like, damn, that's our coach. You know, that's our guy. You know, yeah. So. The big selling point. Can do you still do you still want to play for Nick Sirianni? Can Nick Sirianni get these guys to keep playing for him? Because Gannon Gannon had had them boys playing for him despite their record, despite how their season went. He had them. He had them boys playing. If if players believe. Mm. That you can turn it around and they will want to keep you in house. If they interview these players and do these exit interviews, hey, how, how do things go this year? How's the relationship between between you and coach? And they're just like, ah, I mean, it was fine. Like, you know, if they give you a hardened Doc Rivers, like it's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And it'll it, be interesting. That's those yeah, exit and things. Maybe this all was just a cover up by AJ Brown. He's like, I got to do this. I got to just take his back. I yeah. may not come. Well, he said, he said him. that's why he wasn't speaking. I'm not bringing negative energy to the team, but maybe when the season's over. No, but maybe, like, I'm not accusing him of lying, but who knows? Like, maybe there is something to that, but... We're going to get some story. It's going to be a dead day in March, nothing going on, and bam, something's going to come out where somebody punched somebody or somebody didn't get along with somebody or something. Nick Sirianni came off the wrong way to somebody and they didn't like it, and that was the downfall of the team. Everything went downhill after the first quarter of the Niners game. Maybe, Maybe, you know what it was? Maybe it was the day that the team didn't stick up for James Bradbury when he was getting bullied on the sideline by the Niners players. Yeah, maybe, I didn't like that. Maybe people saw that like and that. they were like, wow, we're not really fair about each other. There's clips coming out. I also out, didn't like in that Giants game when Hurts got popped in the head and nobody, st- uh, and nobody maybe, up maybe, Maybe they're not playing for each other this year. I don't know. Something, something's mm. up, but we'll get a story in March in a dead day where nothing's going on before OTAs or something. I just that trust, is. like, and that's the other thing. You got all this stuff going on with the coaches, but at the end of the day, the players are taking the field. And it's like, I, I named all the players, like, at least for this Bucks game, since this is all we can really talk about, I just I I find it hard to believe that these guys on the guys on this team won't go in there and play their best football that they that they can you know, yeah, and win the see. game. 
We'll have to see. We'll have to see how it goes. Eight teams have gotten rid of their head coaches already. The Falcons and Arthur Smith. Bijan Robinson fans are thrilled to hear that. Me as a Bijan frequent Bijan better, assuming that Arthur Smith would figure it yeah, out. Like I that, yeah. He is going to be a first round pick in fantasy next year, just based on the fact yeah. that Arthur yeah. Smith won't be there. Just just based on that fact alone. So that I see a lot is, of people linking Bill Belichick to that team. Bill Belichick is going to be linked to anybody with the head coaching. You got to let me take Bill the Belichick. floor for the Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. We'll get to it in, in just a second. All right. Second. Panthers let go of Frank Reich. Raiders let go of McDaniel's. He was there last. Was it Josh McDaniel's? Or, oh shit. Oh yeah, mid mid season because because uh, Antonio oh, right, Pierce right, right. right. Antonio Pierce was leading that team, so the Raiders still have a vacancy. I feel bad for him because he feels like he should be just promoted to head coach next it's year. It's going to but... be like a Rich Passaccia situation where he should have been promoted, and they gave it to yeah. Daniels instead. Because when Rick Passaccia was there, that was they they were playing for him. Uh, Titans let go of uh, of Vrabel, my top yep. candidate. If the Eagles do move on, Mike Vrabel wow. connections, AJ Brown, Kevin Byard, Titans more yeah. so than Belichick. Yes, for sure. Vrabel's my oh, top. Oh man, ah. I don't Brandon know Staley, about that. Where are you, what are you sipping today, man? Rabel. Rabel, coach of the year, like two years ago. 2021, Rabel right? over Belichick? Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm not the man. biggest Belichick ah. fan. I, don't, I, just, I, I, need, I need personality. I need something. Rabel, Rabel, wow. Rabel's a hard ass. He's going to have I want playing. a fucking Super Bowl. What do you okay. mean personality? Sirianni oh, has personality. Just, yeah, but there's, yes. And I think, I, I just don't, there's, there's a lot of moving there's a lot of moving parts with Belichick. Like it's not just him coming in here and coaching. Like there's a lot of moving parts. Uh, I can't wait it's, to it's, touch. It's him. gonna. It's it's it's. I'll I'll let you have the floor in a second. Uh, Chargers letting go of Brandon Staley, top defensive coordinator candidate, if he doesn't get a coaching job elsewhere. The Commanders, three years too late, let go of Ron Rivera. So yeah. They finally saw the writing on the wall with that one. Three. Years he endured too late. a lot for what so, it's worth. You can have your own opinions on him, but he endured a lot. He All did. the names. If Eric Bieniemy doesn't get that uh, get that head coaching job, and there's other ah. stuff going on behind behind the scenes. Seahawks. Pete Carroll, after 14 seasons, he uh, steps down. He'll remain with the organization, but he is no longer the head coach there. And mm. then the Patriots, obviously, with Bill Belichick. Uh, so you think? Do you think Pete Carroll is <laughs> phasing into retirement? Yeah, of course. He's gonna you know be in the back. He'll do some. He'll do some organizational oh, so stuff. So it's not a just... situation where he would take a head coaching gig somewhere else. Oh no, he's he's just done coaching in general. Also, shout out Nick Saban leaving Alabama, stepping down. Yeah, a yeah. lot of a lot of big stuff. They Erst was asked about that today, as well. So Stephen very much so wants the floor. Harbaugh, by the way, from Michigan uh, yes. is going to be a hot Harbaugh, commodity. Harbaugh as well. Before I give Stephen the floor for him to say his Belichick piece, I did a poll on Twitter today because everybody loves polls. This is interesting. I want to see how this finalized hours later. Asking, I uh, asked Twitter, who would you rather have as head coach of the Eagles in 2024, Nick Sirianni or Bill Belichick? 2,500 votes, 65% Nick Sirianni. Wow. Steven, your thoughts. Floor is yours. <laughs> okay, so before I get into this point, I'm not saying what I would do. I'm just presenting a case to you guys. Now, the biggest reason why Belichick to the Eagles doesn't make sense, I see, and I know you've been saying it to me before we got on air here, is he wants complete com complete control. And he couldn't. He probably couldn't get that here because of Howie Roseman, and I understand that. But he did say, leading up to this whole like agreed thing he had with Robert Kraft to step down or whatever it is, that he'd be willing to just go somewhere and be the coach, and that's it. Now, the other thing here is Bill Belichick. If did I'm he, not did correct, he say that? Like he on did. Record. He okay. did. He is 14 or 15 wins, if my math is correct, away from being the winniest, uh, having the most wins of all time, okay? Mm -hmm. Of all coaches. Um, and when you look around, 
there's a lot of teams in need of a head coach, and I saw the Falcons was one that everybody keeps linking to Belichick. Commanders is interesting, I guess, because that's like his hometown. They have this whole new like regime coming in and stuff like that. So I get it. I get it. Why do there's, you think the Falcons? If you had, if you had to guess, why why do you think people make that connection? I I don't know because they don't, don't have the quarterback I situation. I don't know. I, I, don't know the quarterback. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I maybe probably just, Russell I Wilson. Know. If I had to guess, probably Russ. <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, that's an entirely other thing. But to me, Bill Belichick's best chance at surpassing that the win thing, as well as contending for championships, is coming here. Now, the other one that that makes sense, because there was that report coming out that there's an NFC team that nobody's listing that currently has a coach, but, you know, could look to move on. A lot of people are saying the Cowboys. I hear you. But that I think the Eagles makes it Jerry does. It definitely does. sell a soul to Belichick. If oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's like his that's <laughs> if they can't do it this year. Oh, my God. That makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah it does. But it uh, Belichick and the Eagles make sense to me for that reason. But also. Belichick's biggest weakness has been drafting. And if he comes here and somehow, like, obviously they'd have to fire Sirianni and he agrees to just be the coach, Howie has proven to be pretty good at drafting, we will say. We would agree with drafting, trading, whatever. He's had his moments and, you know, some not so great moments. That's the NFL for you. You're not going to hit on everything. The biggest issue with this Eagles team also that we've been saying is the defense. And Bill Belichick is a defensive head coach. He could come here. They have so much talent on that defensive line, even with these aging guys that are probably going to be gone after the season. They still got Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat. Wouldn't roll them out drafting more guys, right? Come here. He can do that. He's got Jalen Hurts, who, if we want to talk mental makeup, fits the Tom Brady mold, in my opinion. That works to me. Lunch, bring your lunch pail to work every day, type of guy. No nonsense. That makes <laughs> makes a lot of sense to me. He can come here, not have to worry about that stuff because uh, it's all taken care of. Like, why would he want to go somewhere at the, at his age? You know, spent twenty four years with the Patriots. I believe he was on the Browns before that. Uh, I don't know. Just makes a lot of sense to me. And that's the other thing too. People want to question his lack of success after the Tom Brady era, well, look at his quarterbacks. I mean, he did take Mac Jones to the playoffs one year, but besides that, quarterback has sucked. Cam Newton. Newton. Um, quarterback has sucked. I just have a hard time believing that, even if he comes here and just says, I want to coach. Like, I don't think, I don't, I, I, I just don't think how, I think how he's going to be unsettled, like, throughout the whole thing. Like, he already did the even power shifting. Even if he agrees Jim. not, even if he agrees not to have. I don't think, I don't think Bill Belichick full, full, I don't fully, I don't fully buy into him just wanting to be a coach. Like, I, he's going to want some type of control. Well, some well, type of well let's just say he does. I Do don't, I can't, concerns? I, I can't buy into it. I don't, I, no, I highly No, because there doubt. is still, there is still some, hey, you know what? That's interesting. <sighs> Man. <laughs> What, what what if he is okay with just being the coach? I I, 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 believe, I, I actually st- he's gonna want to stay think... within the organization. Like he's gonna want to say he's done he's done too much for him to just say you know what I'm I'm just gonna coach. That's it. I'm Bill Belichick. Yeah, I'm the most the, new I'm the most guy here. Like, he doesn't know the Eagles. Nobody knows Not him. The they don't know he's him. like I'm a, I'm a, I have all these rings. I have all this. I'm I'm just gonna sit back. And I'm just gonna coach the team. Y'all provide me with the players. I will coach them. I don't think he's going to do that. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I mean, you do, I don't. You... I don't buy into it. You definitely have a point, but what if he does? I still think even if he does, then I, mis- then I misread him, him completely. Then I misread him completely. Then no, no, no listen, <laughs> then I, listen, I still think there may be some concerns because there is some there is substance to what you're saying. Even if he doesn't want complete control, I still think 
because of how he's passed and who we who we know who he is like he may still his ego may still have like a little issue with it because he's like i you know i i still want to show these people that you know this is my team well, like, even right? the stuff i've heard like about how he like in the way he like and the way he's like acted in the past about like certain decisions like i won this ring like this is like these are my decisions mm, and like the yeah way, like like i just don't think he, he and belichick are going to clash very well is, is my if they can play nice then okay <sighs> but i i i don't have any remotely Good. Fe- I don't have any good feelings about him potentially coming. Here. I, 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 I also I think you're discounting the good that could come with it. Do That's you not fine. see anything I said at bring all? Bring a guy in here like Vrabel. It. Like bring a guy in here, Vrabel, who's had Man, more, most, more, re- more recent success with less, and he has connections to the players here already, and he will firmly stay within his lane in the organization. Like why? Why do we? Why do we have to? Why do we have to do? Vrabel's whole... that good? Yes, dude. Go go read him on him after the show. He won coach right. of the year two years ago. Do you not remember this? <laughs> he was coach no, of the year. I, I know. I know. And, and we already and we have and he, and he has the connection with AJ Brown and Kevin Byard and Kevin Byard is here under contract unless they do something with him in the offseason. So if you're going to pray to God that Kevin Byard's not falling off a cliff and something can be squeezed out of him before <laughs> it's over, Mike Vrabel can do it. So I'm here. And this is all pending on if Nick Sirianni leaves. Like we he'll probably still be here. So this is all for not anyway. But you don't know what Vrabel hasn't done to this point. He hasn't taken a team to the Super Bowl. That's fine. That's fine. So if you want to base all your coaches on coaches that have been to the Super Bowl and coaches that haven't, you're gonna be you're gonna have slim pickings. It's gonna be Belichick or Bustin. If he goes somewhere else, then just don't hire a coach. That's what you want to do. That's fine. That's fine. Talk do about- you think the decision to move off of Sirianni would be heavily influenced? By the no. potential repl- by the potential no. replacements out there. No, not at all. So. I don't think so. Wow, I don't think so. I think you're discounting the Belichick thing too much. That's maybe I'll maybe I just this. maybe I'll I just do this. Maybe I just don't is like Belichick it. washed? I tend to believe so. Yes, but my uh, God, dude, I, I tend to. How is he so. washed? I tend like unless like the only coach that like unless Kyle Shanahan like steps down and the Eagles look into that. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I. I don't. I, I mean, I guess. I guess the Eagles are a guy because can the standard is six Super Bowls, but they can't pull the puppet strings with Belichick. It's not gonna happen. They're not gonna. They're not. That's not gonna happen. Like it's they puppet they, strings. Yes, they want a guy. If you can, have the chance to bring Bill Belichick into here, fuck your puppet strings. You know what? Cut all of them. Even you when too, so, Jeffrey, even, so, Lurie, even, even if you go back problem. to all their coaching searches, when all those names were available in 2016, they go with Doug Peterson. They you know what? Shame the on them. Then they think they're coach. better than everybody. They go on the coach that fits within their mold. Bill Belichick does not. So I don't think that happens. No, <laughs> I don't think that happens. Is that your final piece on it before we make a final statement? I don't on know. This I, wild I'm irritated game? now because I, <laughs> me personally, I think I would prefer to just bring Sirianni back, get better coordinators, figure yes, this thing that's, out. That's, in the that's, that's the most ideal situation. But I. Am flabbergasted at the fact that people are just like dismissing the Belichick thing, and I I hear your reasons. It's not your personal decision. You know how the Eagles operate. That's your mindset, right? That's your mindset. You know how the Eagles operate. But even if it was my personal decision, I wouldn't do it. So how come everybody? How come everybody in the organization has all these standards and expectations placed on them? They're supposed to change, evolve, and do all these things. We want to talk about accountability. I'm so tired of that fucking word, by the way. Accountability. You know, this, is, this, is, this is crazy that you that you go, go will go on the. Well, I guess they're not comparable, so I can't really say that. But you'll go on your soapbox for Bill Belichick. But when I want a guy like Zach Levine to come to the Sixers, it's oh no, it doesn't Whoa. work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Oh, you, Whoa, I just want you players can't compare those two. I, it's not comparable, but you people pick and choose who they want to come here. Belichick won't work. That's like you know what that's comparable yeah, to. That's like, that's like that's like the Sixers going to get LeBron. That. That's like the Sixers going to get LeBron and finally winning a ring. No. You wouldn't be okay. You have voiced multiple no. times. You would not be okay. No, with it's that. not because you, you have a you franchise have quarterback who's twenty five. 
Jalen Hurts is 25. Their roster on paper is top minimum on paper in terms of talent is top three, top five in the NFL. Five, you slide five. Bill Belichick into this situation in an offseason. How do we know? Where you can rehaul know? the defense. Are you out of your mind? How do we know? Whose system won all those rings? Was Tom Brady? How do you know it wouldn't work? Tom Brady the system? Or was it Bill Belichick's system? How do we know? How do we know? Do Who's you want to take that risk? He coached 24 years. What if Bill Belichick's system is no, and Tom Brady was there for how many of those years? Yeah, you need Andy Reid didn't win a Super Bowl till Mahomes came. What's your point? Yeah, but you he, need there, was proven, there was proven success with him with past quarterbacks with McNabb and you know and, what? And, I think people credit and, Vick. and I, if I, and had I, Andy Reid his whole career. He would. You know how many Super Bowls that man will have if Michael Vick well, had Andy Reid his whole career? You don't oh, know I'm, that. I'm, 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 I, I firmly believe. I think he there's would have a good chance two. he might win one, but you don't know that. Listen, two, two minimum. This is what people discount Belichick too much for. If you go back and watch those early Super Bowl runs, Brady was good. Very good quarterback, but that team was a defensive team. Always, year, they won their Super Bowl. What year are we talking about? Early two thousands. Oh, God, well, you were like four years old, not even watching football. Oh no, no. <laughs> Most of his, they, I mean, you know, they had their down years, but they always oh. had elite defenses because of Belichick. Brady really turned it on the latter half of his New so England. So what's? Career. So you think Belichick's going to come in here, whip this defense into shape, and then bring in an offensive coordinator that'll just handle the offense? That's what you're hoping. For. In that scenario, yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, if that why works out, then it works so, out. Why is it so far-fetched? I just, don't, I just don't think it's that easy. I don't think it's that easy. But it's, if Bill Bel- I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this. If Bill Belichick is the Philadelphia Eagles coach next year, what is their record? <laughs> Regardless of who their coach is next year, I think they, I think they, I think yes. they are. Yes. I know. I know what you're going to say. I think they're 13-4 and four next year. Oh my God! I think they're. <laughs> I said the same thing before this season. There's no I way mean, they have they a worse season than this They should have been this. They should have been thirteen and four or better yeah, this year. That's the point. And that was with poor coaching. So you bring a Belichick and they don't go thirteen and four. Something went wrong, like this year. Something went dreadfully wrong. If you ten if and Bill one, Belichick If you would have told me at ten and one after hey. that Bills game, if you would have hey. told me like, damn, the Eagles are only going to win one more game the rest of the year, there's no shot I would have believed. There's if Bill no Belichick is coaching that defense in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, do you think we win? <laughs> yeah, probably. There's a good chance. There's a good chance because he would at least well, made the adjustments in the second half. He would have made the adjustments after the Jags game when they did all those all that motion. He might have just had a better coaches. game plan period going into he it. Probably, he probably would have had it. Had if it, I remember correctly, when the Patriots knocked the Chiefs off, uh, that one AFC champion was it an AFC championship game that they knocked the Chiefs off to get to the Super Bowl? If uh, I yeah, remember correctly, that defense gave Mahomes the business. Yeah, look that up. Yeah, that's fine. All right, enough. Enough. No, no, of what is it? You got it? I, I don't have it. We'll find it later. Enough. This enough of this. Does not end. Enough of this Belichick stuff. To wrap up the the, the wild card stuff, Baker Mayfield this season, twenty eight touchdown, ten picks. Mike Evans is on ten straight seasons of a thousand yards. You have Rashad White, who's a little banged up, but he's corrected. been as a guy who had Rashad White in fantasy. He's been CMC light this year. Uh, with everything that we have going into this, with all the Eagles injuries, Hurts banged up, AJ's not practicing today, Devontae Smith will be back on an ankle, Darius Slay is returning, all the turmoil running into the season, the Eagles hey. have to pick themselves up and figure this out. What is your prediction? Are the Eagles moving on to the divisional round against either the Dallas Cowboys, on the road, mind you, to the Dallas Cowboys or the 49ers? Do the Eagles win this Monday night? And even if yes. they do, we get a short week. Like how Sirianni was yep. like, we got a mini buy. We're happy about that. I was like, I can't do this. But but do, do the Eagles win and move on to the divisional round? They do. And the reasons I'm going to say everybody's going to roll their eyes, so be it. But, you know, when we get back up on here and react to it, I was right. 
They are zero and zero. It is a new season. Do or die. And I just trust the guys on the team that have been around for a long time in the NFL right, so the and new college. season stuff. Huh? Brand new yep. season. Huh? Nothing happened that, before this week. All, right, all I'm saying it. is they're going to win the game. That's all I I'm think saying. They I'm not, I don't think it's. I don't think it's by dominant fashion. <laughs> I think it'll. It'll be a lot of pull, give and pull, and the and the weather's gonna. The weather's gonna factor into it. I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles win it. I will say they win. Oh, I will boy. say they win twenty to fourteen. I will say Ooh. what's the what's the what's the what's the live spread for this game anyway? Right? Because they are favored. They are favored. Is AJ Brown so, gonna play? Because that definitely uh, he didn't practice in. today. He didn't practice today. So that's and that's with AJ Brown playing. I, I assume this. The Eagles are three point favorites. Oof. I got I got twenty to fourteen. I think they won twenty to fourteen. Hey, everybody's betting the Bucks. I'm just saying. They love that bet. I'm just saying. I cannot have my season end in Jerry World and having Dallas clinch an NFC title appearance on our watch. I just refuse to let that happen. Appreciate you guys for tuning into this episode. A lot of long winded. If Nick Sirianni is the coach next year, you got to win this game. Yes, you have to. That's what I'm saying. If you go in here and you lose by like third, you lose by like three possessions. You are far superior of, than this. A lot team, of tough man. conversations. You are head and shoulders. Head and shoulders better than this team on all levels of the field. All up from quarterback, running back, DeAndre Swift, your receivers. Well, Mike Evans, you know, he'll he'll probably decimate our our corners, but you are good in all facets. But the Bucks are gonna use that blitz. And if Sirianni isn't spending every waking moment of this week trying to figure out how to do something against the blitz, it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly on Monday night. But I think they pull it together. I think they finally get one. And if you move, I think the Eagles win this game. Sirianni obviously stays. I think Sirianni feels like he's coaching for his job. If you saw mm. his press conference today, he made a few comments that sounded like it. Yeah. He was reminding the organization, like, we did do this and we did do this. So I think Sirianni's aware of of yeah. how of the temperature rising in his seat. And I think he'll he'll come out to coach. And if you if you win this game, your job is probably safe. His job's probably safe anyway, but you win this mm. game and you you you've all but saved your job for at least mm. another year appreciate you guys for tuning into this episode of the philly pod our apologies if it seemed uh random we're all over the place a lot of stuff to cover coaching wild card the eagles collapse historically <laughs> but we are here and we are back happy to be back if you enjoyed the show be sure to subscribe apple itunes spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your show be sure to catch the uh the the visuals on youtube we have brand new overlays and new and uh Put a lot of time into it. Spent the last couple months whipping these things up, making it look nice. So be sure to go to YouTube forward slash, uh, is it the Liberty Line? Is that it, Steven? Yep. Whatever the link is, the Liberty Line. Click the bell for notifications so you don't miss any new content that comes up on the channel. I'm Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all socials at the Philly Pod. Steven, where can the people find you? Steven Conrad Jr. on all social platforms. Yes, be on the lookout sir. for the find new all written and content. content. Yes, all written content for all five Philadelphia sports. That is the Union, Sixers, Flyers, Kuta Gutierrez, no public enemy number one. Ben Carson slid down the list because of that Flyers guy, Cutter Gutierrez. Yeah, what on earth? But uh, that is, that's a whole other conversation. Sixers, Eagles, be sure to visit the LibertyLine.com for all of our written coverage. If there's a, if you don't see a pod, go to Liberty Line, see what's written over there, and we'll get you guys uh, squared away. We'll catch you guys. Uh, we don't know yet, but we'll catch you guys soon. Hopefully, we'll talking see, about we'll a win. see you when you see. We see you. We'll see you. <laughs> we see you. Thank you guys for tuning into this. Go Birds for, for perhaps the final time this year. God, mm. don't embarrass us. Every week I'm saying don't embarrass us, and they do it. But please, God, I want to get on here and be hype, man. Look respectful. Look respectful. Every week we like. Should we bring it back this week? And they just look depressing, and we're like, oh fuck that. So <laughs> we we had to swallow it and come back for the, for the playoffs. But happy to do so, guys. Look forward to talk to you guys more down the road. Until the next one, y'all. Peace out from the Philly Pop.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.